This is episode number 175, Crush It Mondays. Being brave is not the absence of fear, it's the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, and inspiring stories to help you be better every day. If you're a new listener to the show, welcome. We are so happy that you're here. And if you've been a long-time listener, thanks so much for being a part of my community. And a big thank you and special shout out to those of you who are supporting my work with a couple bucks a month financially on Patreon. And it's patreon.com slash the Sonia Looney show, or you can make a one-time donation using PayPal in the show notes if you're interested in supporting my work in that regard. I hope your week is off to a wonderful start. And this is an episode of Crush It Mondays where each week I'll bring you an inspiring message, habit, or contemplation to get your week off to a powerful start. I love the Crush It Mondays because it gives me an opportunity to choose a topic and then go really deep thinking about it, thinking about what it means to me, maybe even doing some extensive research on it. And it's just nice to be able to sit down and have that kind of concentrated work and think about something that much. If you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And big thanks to those of you who have submitted reviews on Apple Podcasts. Myself and my team read those reviews every single week, and they definitely mean the world to us. They make us feel even more stoked to research and produce this podcast for you guys. And it also helps other people find the show. We also have been loving all the screenshots of your favorite episodes you've been sharing, and I've been resharing those to my Instagram stories. So thank you for that. If you want a free weekly newsletter on Friday that is short and to the point, sign up for my newsletter at sonyalooney.com slash newsletter, where I send out both podcast episodes that came out during the week, any potential giveaways or freebies that are being offered, and also any additional articles that I've written or come across. And that's at sonyalooney.com slash newsletter. So let's get into today's episode about being brave. And I think that this is a really fun topic to think about and to talk about. And it's something that is near and dear to my heart because I think about it a lot. So being brave is not about the absence of fear. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable, to press on in spite of fear. The first memories I have of someone using the word brave is when I was a little kid. For most people, it usually has something to do with having to get like a shot at the doctor or getting an injury of some kind and then an adult telling us to be brave. In cartoons, the hero or the heroine is often characterized as someone who is brave, someone who will go into battle knowing that the consequences could be dire. But I've seen portraits of bravery show up as someone who appears stoic and doesn't show vulnerability or cry. And this is where I think the definition of bravery starts to diverge away from what it actually means. One of my favorite taglines I made up for my own life several years ago is be brave, do epic shit. And I've put a lot of thought into what it means to me personally to be brave. To be honest, trying not to feel or show difficult emotions has been one of the harder parts about bravery for me. Bravery means actually letting yourself feel all of those emotions without letting them defeat you or change your path. This discussion can get complicated really quickly if we bring in things like masculinity and stoicism. Men, especially the older generation, feel pressure to not show emotions or even feel vulnerable emotions. And perhaps my view of bravery initially came from men that I looked up to. And I remember even from a young age wanting to be viewed as masculine instead of feminine because I used to think that masculinity was the same thing as strength and bravery. And that's what I wanted to be, even as a little girl. 
And I was so wrong about that. And it's a complex topic for another crush at Monday of what it means to be masculine and what it means to be feminine. And that can mean a whole host of things depending on who you are. But continuing with my digression for one more moment, I still hate comments about women being emotional or quote, crying like a woman. And I am a woman and I struggle with some of my emotions. So I can only imagine what it must feel like for some men. And I think this is an important discussion, but I need to move on to what I think it means to be brave. I wanted to just bring that up though, because it's sort of an adjacent topic of feeling emotions and showing emotions. And if those things have something to do with vulnerability, which I believe that they do, they also have something to do with how we're defining bravery in our lives. So for you, think of a time in your life when you first heard of the word bravery or either when someone told you to be brave or you realized that you did something brave. And I asked Matt this question this morning as I was writing this blog post and thinking about this Crush Up Monday. And I loved his story. It wasn't actually what I was expecting. And actually, here he is to tell his story. Hello, everyone. The first time I remember sort of feeling brave had to do with feeling terrified, actually. And like many things, it was in uh, high school, and I was in a class where it was a Japanese class, actually, and I was in grade nine, and it was a grade 11, grade 12 class, and I was the young kid in the class. And of course, in high school, you're self-conscious and all those things, and I'm in this classroom full of all the the cool kids that I look up to in the school, and I already sort of feel self-conscious that I'm this younger kid that everyone is sort of wondering, what, what is he doing in here? So they had asked everyone to stand up and do uh, recite something in Japanese. And I remember being absolutely, completely terrified that they were going to notice me and I was going to have to stand up and, and do this thing. And so I realized, well, I'm either just going to have a stroke and die, which is probably unlikely, or I can just choose to stand up and pretend that it doesn't bother me to be the center of attention in this group and just go for it. So I remember that being the first time I made a conscious choice and just tried to see what happened. And the outcome was great. And I felt really good about it. But it was that first little step of recognizing that I have a choice and then just trying. I love that story. And that's another story of vulnerability. He felt nervous to be in front of a group. He felt scared. And the vulnerability comes from what those people are going to think about you. But bravery means standing up in front of that group, even though you feel scared and saying what you wanted or needed to say. So this is my first point is being brave is not the absence of fear. Some people think being brave is the same thing as being fearless. Being brave is doing the thing in spite of the fear. Now, this doesn't mean doing something irrational like saying, I'm brave, and then walking out into traffic, or even saying, I'm brave, and putting yourself needlessly into a dangerous situation. A whole other topic of discussion would be, where is the line between bravery and dangerous risk? How can you be more brave and do something you're afraid of? Personally, for me, it's been considering my outcomes and asking myself what the worst case scenario would be. Minor injury, embarrassment or shame, if I fail, looking stupid, wasted time, simply not being able to do it. Often the fear of the thing that is preventing us from being brave is way worse than if it actually were to happen in real life. And I can think back to whenever you're in trouble with your parents and you know you're in trouble, but you don't know what the consequences are yet. And it's always way worse in your mind than it actually is, hopefully. Simply considering what the worst case will be might help you overcome your fear. Another thing is that when you feel some fear and are moving forward anyway, is paying attention to how your body feels. 
Does it feel tight? And breathing long, slow breaths can help you too. Reminding yourself that it's not going to be as bad as you think it's going to be. And just generally trying to be more relaxed will help you feel better while you're doing it. Number two, being brave is not bearing your emotions. It's sitting with them. And I'll say it. I hate it when I cry. Even whenever I'm by myself, I hate crying and it doesn't feel good to me. And to be honest, and this is not a true statement, but it's true about how it makes me feel. Crying makes me feel weak. And posting a video of myself crying and then later using it in my TED talk was one of the scariest things I've ever done. And if you haven't seen my TED talk about the yak attack, I did this TED talk back in 2015 and I initially posted this video of me crying back in 2012. And it was literally one of the scariest things I've ever done. It's linked in the show notes. If you want to watch the TED Talk, just Google Sonia Looney TED Talk. But putting that moment out there, especially on a stage in front of people, was super crazy for me. I still cringe when I know that thousands of people have watched it and seen me like that. And that is really negative and an untrue view of crying, layered with all kinds of baggage that I have and unfair judgments that I have and know that I have about crying. And it takes courage to sit with discomfort whether it be emotional or physical, and sometimes the emotion is both. Bearing and denying emotions because they hurt doesn't make you stronger, and it's actually unhealthy, as I've discovered many times. Over the last few years, I've worked on letting myself feel some of those emotions that I would hide from. I would hide from anger by going and exercising really hard, or I'd rationalize what somebody did, and I would just keep it inside. And I think that it's healthy to blow off some steam, but there are times when you can't just go exercise your anger away. And I do think that being able to cool off before you start having a discussion about it is important, but it's hard to actually speak up and stand up for yourself whenever you are angry or hurt and have a discussion about that. And again, that's bravery tied to vulnerability. I think learning to say to yourself, I feel angry or I feel really sad right now, and then it's okay is a powerful exercise because it helps you identify how you're actually feeling and then saying it's okay, it's okay to feel that way. And as endurance athletes, we're used to sitting with physical discomfort for hours on end, but emotional discomfort? No, that can be way harder. Call it self-compassion, call it being brave with your emotions, or even call it mindfulness. But the space between the emotion rising and then recognizing what it is before you react is a good first step. And maybe you used to lash out or maybe you bury it, but just knowing what you tend to even do whenever those uncomfortable emotions come up can be the next step into being more brave with sitting with them. Number three, being brave means setting boundaries and having humility. Sometimes being brave means speaking up for yourself and putting yourself first. And that includes things like saying no to others and setting boundaries or saying no to yourself if you're engaging in critical self-talk or patterns of over-planning that lead to burnout. And as I just mentioned, speaking up whenever you're angry or hurt and having a conversation about that is also a way to speak up for yourself. It can even mean turning around and going home to rest if you're feeling tired and overtrained on your bike. It takes courage and confidence to say no, to do less when you're tired, or even to rest if it feels like you're falling behind. Being brave can also mean standing up for yourself or for others, like I've been in situations where I've heard people gossiping about somebody else and it was really uncomfortable for me, but I stood up for the person that wasn't there and I felt like that they're going to start talking about me when I left, but that's how you can stand up for others is just say something. Being brave means willing to love deeper, which is inherently risky because you can suffer emotional pain if it doesn't work out. 
And to take this another step further, if you're married to somebody, and like this is the case with me, I love Matt so much that losing him and thinking about losing him, whether it be a freak accident or just an old age or even him leaving me, those things terrify me. And I also think about, though, how lucky I am that I have somebody where I care that much. And I'm sure that, man, whenever I have a kid here in six weeks or less, it's going to feel a whole other level of fear and vulnerability and nerves about losing someone that you really love. And last, being brave means moving forward despite uncertainty. I've had some new situations come up lately, especially in my pregnancy, where I had to practice being brave in a different way which has led to a lot of uncertainty and lack of control. And simply moving forward in my cycling career has been an act of bravery, of putting myself out there, of accepting really disappointing rejections that have happened to me over the last several months because of other people's biases of what I will be capable of in the future as a professional athlete mom of an infant. And that's been super, super hard. And accepting those things have been really hard as well. And there are days that I've wanted to give up and felt like my idea of the future was impossible because other people don't see it or don't believe in me. But I chose to keep moving forward and I will continue to keep moving forward. And uncertainty and fear can be the same thing, but being brave means showing up, choosing to keep trying in the darker moments when you don't know what it's going to look like and when it feels like everyone is against you or doesn't understand you. And you know what? The more times you sit with those difficult emotions and you feel them and accept them, the more times you choose over and over not to give up when you want something to happen. The more times you press on even when no one else believes in you and you merge on the other side, that's when your own hero moment comes out. And that's when you look yourself in the mirror and say, hell yeah, this is what it means to be brave. And it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be graceful. Sometimes bravery is sitting in your kitchen and crying, and I've been there as well. But just thinking about all of those different elements of what bravery means can help you feel more empowered to take those steps in your life towards the things that maybe you're afraid of and say, gosh, I just wish I had a little bit more courage. And as Brene Brown would say, courage equals vulnerability. And I couldn't agree more. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Crush It Mondays. I actually have not spoken about my pregnancy very much on this podcast. It's something that I'm debating whether I should do or not. I have been blogging about my pregnancy and been very open and very vulnerable to how things have gone. And if you want to find that, go to sonyalooney.com slash blog. And there's a drop down where you can choose parenthood and pregnancy. And I think I have about five posts so far there. So if you're interested in reading that, it's there. Thanks so much for being a part of this awesome community, for listening to the podcast. I'm really excited about Thursday's episode. I interviewed a PhD oceanographer from Cornell about climate change. So make sure that you're subscribed and that you don't miss out on that one. Wishing you guys all the best success in your training and adventures. And we'll see you back here in just a few days. 